Senator John Kennedy is a Judiciary Committee member who joins us now. This might be the most important. Our political leaders need to stand behind our cops. Um, law enforcement cops have about 60 million encounters every year with the American people. Do some of them go bad? Sure. Are there cases of, of police brutality? A handful, and they're almost always prosecuted. The truth is that most cops will leave you alone unless you do illegal stuff. And our political leadership has got to stand behind them. Um, number four, we, we've got to get rid of these prosecutors who, whose mantra is see no evil, hear no evil, prosecute no evil. And, and number five, I would tell people, um, if you care to, uh, avail yourself of your privileges under the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. Now, I've said this before, and I mean it. I, I, I believe love is the answer. I do. But I also own a handgun just in case. <laughs> Um, most Americans understand, our woke leaders don't, that what you allow is what will continue. That's true with society. That's true with children. That's true with pets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever you let it get by with. Oh, yeah, it's going to continue. That's what's going to continue, for sure. Hey, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. It's Life Hack Thursday. We'll have some life hacks for you yeah. a little bit later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right now we've got your uh, thought of the day. Let's do it. Be strong enough to stand alone. Mm. Be smart enough to know when you need help and be brave enough to ask for it. Wow. Okay. Good advice. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? I like it. Sometimes the hard part is uh, is asking for the help. Yeah. Some of us aren't good at that. <laughs> I'm not talking about myself, of course. Uh, 434 Self-awareness day was yesterday, That's not right. today. Not today. Yeah. 434 uh, That is our text number. Hope you'll use it today. Uh, let's do it. Uh, when this popular beverage was first introduced, some people reacted with suspicion and fear, hmm. calling it the bitter invention of Satan. Good or, Lord. Or Rhonda Santence. 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 The Santence. 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 Anyway, uh, some thought it was uh, in, in, you know, invented by Satan. Right. They went that far. We want to know what, what Yeah, what beverage. beverage are we talking about? Yeah, text that in. 434-248-0704. It's a popular beverage, but some people were very suspicious of it. Yep. We want to know what we're talking about. Yep. All right. On this day in history, it's big music day. It really is. In 1977, Columbia Records releases The Stranger, singer-songwriter Billy Joel's fifth studio album. It is the label's all-time best-selling non-compilation record. And this song was on it. Every major medical association agrees. Gender-affirming care is life-saving, medically necessary, age-appropriate, and a critical tool for healthcare providers. I like that smock she's wearing. And no surprise that they think having drag queens mingling with children is totally normal. I can always find I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> just added a couple little sound no, bites. No, why would you do that to Billy Joel? Because I'm wearing my heart out on my sleeve. You're going to be wearing your heart outside your chest if you do that again. Uh, there, 
were so many great songs on that. Yeah, well, that's what went on, you know, just to, the way you are and others. Moving yeah. out. Moving out. Scenes from Italian restaurant. Yeah, yeah. All kinds of good stuff. I'm not happy with you. Maybe the next tainted, one. Tainted Billy Joel. Tainted memories. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm even afraid to announce this next one. Oh, no, I didn't mess with Whitney. 1987. <laughs> this is the number one song by uh, Whitney Houston. Did we almost have it all? You're not going to put Rachel in there? No, no, I'm not going to ruin Whitney, no. Yeah, well, you know Billy why? can handle it. Because he didn't have it all. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> not even almost. So, there you go. Oh, my. Wow. In, in 1990, uh-huh. Millie's book, written by First Lady Barbara Bush for the President's Dog, is a best-selling nonfiction book. Given that this is a library program, I would be remiss to not include a White House pet with published material. Millie Bush is the first pet to have a book published. Millie's book, as dictated to Barbara Bush, was published in 1990. George H.W. Bush joked that her book sales exceeded his. Well, there you go. And and hopefully we'll exceed Hunter's. Yes. Ah, oh, those were the days. They were. When the books coming out of the White House were about the dog. Yeah, that was well, a I good mean, topic. technically, he would be. Anyway, we're oh, moving on. Oh, 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 oh he's wow, a dog. you're spot on today. No doubt mm-hmm, about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, we got birthdays today. If it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. You share it with rocker Jerry Lee Lewis. He's 87. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much of love drives a man insane. You broke my will. Yeah. He's just he's just kicking along. And he would stand and move around on that, you know, he didn't sit and play that piano. He played it no. standing up. And occasionally he set it on fire. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actor Ian McShane having a birthday today, turning eighty years old. I be placed in a bewilderment. There I were. Resting. And upon a sudden, I hear an ungodly row on deck. Sailors abandon their posts without orders, without leave. Men before the mast, taking the ship for themselves. Would be that first mate. Yeah. Wow. Caribbean mm-hmm. pirates. Yeah, pirates. He of the made a or the pirates good. of the Caribbean. <laughs> right. Either way. <laughs> that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, comedian Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, he turns sixty-five. Here's Sylvester Stallone, Robert De Niro, Eric Roberts, Al Pacino, and John Travolta. If they were all going to the zoo together. Hey, yo, fellas. Yo, who wants to see the zebra? De Niro. You want to see the zebra? No, I don't like zebra. You see what I'm saying? Hey, Eric. Eric, you want to see the zebra? What about you, Al? You want to see the zebra? I'm dying over here. Where did John go with that car right here? I want to get out of here. Listen to this. You're going to die. I swear you're going to crack up, right? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good stuff. Oh, my gosh. He sounds just like John Travolta. He does. does. Uh, Filmmaker Robert Benton of Kramer vs. Kramer having a birthday today, turning 90 years old. Okay, you too. Thanks a lot. See you tomorrow. Guys, eat. 
Ted, I'm leaving you. Ted. Keys. Here are my keys. Here's my American Express card. Here's my Bloomingdale's credit card. Here's my checkbook. I've taken $2,000 out of our savings account because that's what I had in the bank when we first got married. There you go. Never seen that movie. Mm -mm. I understand it's quite painful. Yeah, it's a tough one. To watch. Uh, We also have actor Zachary Levi. He's known as Chuck. Okay. The TV show. But he played uh, Kurt Warner in Kurt Warner's story. Okay. Came out uh, a little over a year ago. 42. Tell me about that. As long as I have a ball in my hand, I feel alive. Kind of like how I feel right now. I'm staying here. I got work to do. Work? The NFL's not going to draft some dude from the 1AA school in Iowa. There were other offers. I called every team in the NFL. No one's interested. Nobody wanted him, and then he became the MVP of the Super Bowl. Quite a story, Kurt Warner's story. Wow. Told by uh, Chuck, or Zachary Levy. Mm-hmm. Levi, depending on how you pronounce it. And I'm going to let you do this next uh, lady, because I have absolutely no idea. Well, she's no from idea. Baywatch. Uh, that's why I figured you would know who and, she uh, but, but I know her more for the movie... Because I wasn't a Baywatch watcher, believe it or not, didn't really care. I don't believe. It. No, I will believe it. I didn't. I didn't. I was in. I was in Bible college at the time. Uh-huh. Didn't watch. Yeah, that I'm sure nobody in Bible college. Well, no, but ever watched Baywatch? <laughs> anyway, just the just the intro. <laughs> yeah, just as her running down anyway, the beach in slow motion. She was one of the girls, uh, mm-hmm. Erica Elenik. That's how I'm pronouncing it. She and, turned 53. Yep. Today she turns 53. Today she was in the movie Under Siege with. Steven Seagal, the bone cruncher. Please don't leave me here alone. Please, please. Look, believe me. No. This is the safest place you could possibly be. Putting her in the locker. No! No. Do you understand what's going to happen if anybody hears you? They're going to come and try to kill both of us. Now be quiet. I hate being alone. Do you hate being dead? Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> she ends up joining Steven Seagal and they kick some major booty. I do I do remember her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the blonde. Always looks very um, confused. Always kind of has that pouty look on her face. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> How is that rocking at 53, I wonder? I, I don't know. That's a great question. Yeah. Okay. Well, back to the Mind Jam trivia. Yes, please. Has to do with, uh, well, a brew of sorts that people think was invented by Satan uh, when this beverage was first produced and introduced into the world there were suspicions even fear calling the, the bitter invention of satan what beverage are we referring to janet people uh, guessing uh beer okay beer is what they're guessing okay. uh one person said coca-cola mm. um that and, was my guess and coffee okay we will let you know what the answer is when we return it is six seventeen. mark farner now Christian music artist for quite a few years, but he started out with Grand Funk Railroad, 74 years old. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. 6 to 9 a.m. On the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions. So they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Yes, God bless them. They do. Z, are you listening? 
Oh, I'm sorry. We're done. Yeah, it's over. Self-awareness. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Right. Um, <laughs> it's National Coffee Day. Yeah, it has to be Z's favorite day. It's International Coffee Day, actually. Yeah. Celebrating the world. Uh-huh. And uh, we asked you this morning, uh, when the popular beverage was first introduced, some people were suspicious, calling it the bitter invention of Satan. Ah. That's what they call me if I don't get my coffee. So <laughs> nobody wants that. Spawn woman. That's right. That's exactly right. Uh, of course, in America, it became popular after King George III started texan, uh, taxing the heck out of tea. Tea. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Uh, that's when it started here. Okay. And then uh, James Folger... Oh, successfully introduced coffee to gold miners in that? California in the mid 1800s. How about that? And then he became the full partner in the Pioneer Steam Coffee and Spice Mills that eventually became Folgers. How about that? And then Maxwell House and Hills Brothers entered the coffee market. And then, of course, um, specialty coffee took hold in the 60s when a little place called Starbucks. Yeah. Started changing everything. Uh, now it is a nine billion dollar industry. Mm. I'm learning all kinds of stuff about Folgers and Hills Brothers. I've mm-hmm. seen those cans sitting on the shelf at your local grocer. Oh, then that was just coffee sales. The mm. coffee shop market is oh, yeah. a forty-five and a half billion dollar industry. What is that? Was that with a B? That's a B. That's with a B. Wow. Well, I mean, look, when you're charging five bucks for a 50-cent cup of coffee, well, that's yeah, pretty true. good margin. That's, yeah, it's a great margin. It's not too bad. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb.